All right, we're on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. I'm your host, Professor Hot Sauce. We got DJ in the house. How are you doing? Oh, man. Loving it. Great day. Love to see the snow on the ground. Fuck me. <laughs> ah, long time no see. How are you doing? I'm doing well, my friend. I'm doing well. Enjoying this beer. Thanks for the beer, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're drinking Churchill, sponsor of the podcast. Thank you very much. Churchill Brewing. They're local, aren't they? Well, maybe. To maybe. wherever we are? <laughs> to wherever we are, yes. <laughs> maybe. Perhaps. What we're going to talk about today, we're going to take things on a little bit of a different different route. We're, I mean, we, we love to have fun on the podcast, don't get me wrong. Oh, speaking of which, oh, we're going to have a little fun. We're having fun? We're going to. Well, I think we're having fun. I'm ready. Anyway, I purchased <laughs> this wheel. Oh, yes. And this the idea of this wheel, I bought it off Amazon. It's pretty cool. It's like, you know, a little tiny wheel of fortune wheel. Yep. It looks cool. And I've written down different things on the wheel. And yep. so whatever we land on, we have to do. So could be like a, a story we have to tell, like a topic. Yep. I see that. Could be like shotgun and a beer. Could be like doing a shot. Could be sexting somebody. All sorts of different cool, things. Oh, man. All sorts of different things. So we're going to give this wheel a I spin. Want the sexting. Actually, you want to give it a spin? I you would love to. I'd be honored, actually. Drink! Drink it hey, is! Hey! Cheers! cheers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a good way to the get The universal started. sound of a good beer. <laughs> so like I said, we are taking things on a different way. So I don't know if this is a good idea because alcohol is a depressant. Right. And we're we're going to go maybe a little bit heavier of a topic today. But I think it's important. I think it's important to have these types of conversations too. Because you and I have gone through this situation recently. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what I want to talk about today is being a bro yep because sometimes let's be honest relationships they put us through the fucking ringer yep and as much as we love women we can sometimes fucking hate them too i can hate them (laughs) right i don't babe (laughs) (laughs) i i I have no one to say that to you so whatever that guy that's that's not true i know there's some listeners out there that are women you're fucking special. Don't don't get me wrong. I want to throw something. I want to throw something out there to let them know I'm thinking of you. But maybe next time. <laughs> maybe next time we'll start dropping some hints. I like it. I like it. So anyway, you and I have a friend who he's been having a tough time. Oh yeah, he's been having a tough time. So he had a. He's been in a relationship for a very long time. I don't know. Well, uh, several years. Yeah, a while. But a, but a very serious, very serious relationship. Yeah. Uh, he purchased an engagement ring for her. So this is this is how serious this relationship was. It's on the cusp. Yeah. And I think it's been somewhat rocky for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then finally she said, it's it's over. And he did not take it well. Well, he didn't want it to be over. He definitely didn't want it to be over. Right. She wanted it to be over. And Said she wanted it to be over. And now I have a lot of different thoughts on this. And, and, and some of the problem I have is it's easy to sit back and judge. Oh, 100%. It's so easy to sit back and judge and view a relationship on the surface. But it's like the iceberg analogy. Mm-hmm. You only see what's above water, right? Oh, you only man. see what's public. And 90% of the relationship, you don't see. You don't see how people treat each other when they're together, when they're alone, when they're behind closed doors. How they coexist. 
how they respect each other, what they compromise, what they don't. We only see what's out in public. 100%. So it's very hard for me to say, but it would be a boring podcast if we didn't do suggestions. Exactly. So from my perspective, I don't want to say it was doomed to fail, but I definitely saw signs of it being on the ropes at some point. And, you know, him and I... We're pretty close. And he would say that. He's like, hey, you know, things aren't good or they'd have a phone conversation. And I mean, all couples fight. Yep. But sometimes when you when you hear a fight, you, you kind of, you could hear the difference in level of passion when you think somebody's just going to be like, all right, it's over versus this is just something stupid. We'll yep. get over we'll it. We'll get past this. It's a speed bump. Not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. And... I saw what happened to him once the breakup happened and I immediately got concerned because I saw a guy basically in my eyes spiraling out of control Yeah. to the point where, and I've had this happen before. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I ultimately want to know if I'm doing the right thing. You know, I, I, I think the point of this topic is to realize that, you need to be there for people in their worst times. Oh, yeah. You really do. And ultimately, I think, and, and this is 100% honest. I'm not, I'm, I, again, like I, I want this to be a kind of a serious tone podcast. Right. I, I think that's a skill of mine. Like I think I can be a really good friend. Yeah. You can adapt. I, I, I think I can listen when I need to listen. Yep. When I don't need to input anything i can just be there and i could be almost like a therapist in 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 some instances that's fair a professor well well, you're like a yeah i don't know what what do they (laughs) what do they call psychologists anyways yep so i've had this happen before and and what i've noticed is that people tend to gravitate towards me a i think like, I think my personality sometimes is somewhat life of the party type personality. Yeah. You know, like I always am the guy that's, you know, trying to have fun. I like to go out. I like to have a good time. And so people know that I am that type of guy. So when they go through a rough patch, maybe they break up with a girlfriend. I'm one of the people that they call on a Friday night. Right. And saying, hey, want to go out for a beer or two? Yeah. Want to just chat? I'll be like, yeah. Let's... I want to pick your brain. Yeah. What's going on? And so when he did that, you know, we were going out, you know, the the typical thing happens, the ranting, all the complaints and what did I do and what happened? The confusion. The confusion. Yeah. And then you start seeing the the behavior that comes with it, the drink, the heavy drinking. And, you know, I want to almost even say like some of the things that are being said, you sometimes go to the worst possible place. Mm -hmm. You know, you hear a guy say something, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't want to, I don't want this guy to leave my side because I don't know what he's going to do if he's by himself. Right. You know, I don't know, you know, if he grabs a fucking bottle of pills, washes it down with some beer, grabs a fucking belt with ceiling fan or fuck. All those thoughts are immediately running through my head. Right. Unstable. Unstable. And it's just like, you know, I, that, that's the last thing I want to have happen. So then in my mind, it's like, okay, this is serious. This is like. How do I deal with this? And unfortunately, I've been in that situation many times. 
and I, I don't wish that on on, on anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and in all honesty, that's part of the reason I don't date. Because right. I actually had a situation like that a very long time ago. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. And so I actually messaged you that one day. Yeah. Because I had I had been out with him, and I said, "Hey, like, what's going on? Right. You know what's going on with our buddy here?" And you're like, eh, "It's it's not good." Right. It's not good. And so I don't know what your interactions with him have been like. Yeah, I've had lots. I've had lots for sure. And I just, like you say, want to be a bro. I want to be his good buddy. I want to be there for him if he needs me for something. Main, lately, it's been, you know, an ear. Yeah. Want to listen to what he has to say. Try and help him work through it. Sometimes it's maybe not what he wants to hear, but it's it's good to get a perspective from outside the box. You know, he's pretty tunnel visioned or, or was tunnel visioned. And I'm hoping he's out of this rut. Yeah. Um, because it's not fair to him that he has to, well, he's putting himself through it or had put himself through it for the longest time. And, and it's easy to do that because that was his world. And he's trying to figure out this doesn't make sense. Why is my world crumbling here? Well, and he even made that exact comment. He said, she is literally my life without her. My life is nothing. Right. And that's when he said that, that's when I, you know, alarm bells are ringing off. Well, absolutely. And the thing is, though, that he's talking to his friends saying that his world is, it's devastated and, and it's collapsing, but we're here and we're part of his world. So as long as we're there, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a long road back to, back to mental health. I'm going to say mental health because when you get your heart broken, you're not mentally stable. You're not in the right place or else you don't have a heart. <laughs> well, and the other thing is, I think what we do as a, as a gender, as men, yep. we do a shitty job of, you know, our feelings. Right. And I've done a lot of research in this, the last couple, the last year or so. And, you know, the suicide rates among men, especially a little bit older men, they, they're massively disproportionate yep. to the rest of the population. Yeah. And I certainly as hell don't want a friend of mine to be another statistic. No, no. And I think part of that, part of being a man is being able to man up and talk about your feelings. Right. And, and, and like you said, given a perspective that maybe they don't like, yep. but you have to be honest. You can't just, you can't, you can't just be a yes man and no, say, exactly. And saying, Oh yeah, you know, she's shitty. She's a bitch. All these terrible things. Maybe we called this person. Yeah. Uh, just be like, you know what? Maybe you need to rethink this a little bit. And if she's doing this to you, is it fair to you? Don't you think that maybe she's toying with you? Don't you think that you're wasting your time on this? And I know you don't realize it right away, but in time you will. I mean, I know there's hope that you get back with her. There's the hope right now that she'll realize that you guys were meant for each other. And you know what? In the end, if that happens, I'm super happy for both of them. I would love that if they discover that, you know what? I don't want to be away from you. I want to be with you. Yeah. Um, it seems like she's pushing the other way to be apart from him. And he's not allowing it to happen. No. And you can't push a rope, right? That's the old saying. You, you got to let her be. It's easier for us to say it on this side of the fence. But, but I think it also is an unbiased perspective, obviously, too, right? Like when you're in that space, you're not... You're not mentally as 
you're like stress causes an impact. They've done studies that stress causes an impact on your IQ. Oh yeah. And so with relationships, that's going to cause. So you're not as smart or functioning as high as you should be intellectually. Yep. When you're going through that shit. Thus. Where's not your friends? Smart decisions. Yeah. Yeah. It, it totally is. And the reason I want to talk to you about this is because honestly, like, I feel a lot better with him recently. Yeah. You know, there's still things that I think, things I don't like about the behavior. Yeah. But at the same time, the reason I wanted to talk to you about this is because I truly believe that you've helped him go through a rough time. And I think, you know, if anything about this episode, if somebody listens to it, is being comfortable to be able to go to a guy and saying, hey, man, are you okay? Right. And if they say yes, just kind of reinforcing the fact that, all right, man, you're, you're my buddy. Yep. And he, here's all the reasons I love you. Yep. You're not, you're not exemplifying any of those qualities right now. Right. And it's hard for me to tell you that, but I just want you to know that I'm here for you if you need to go through that. But right now, maybe you're not being the best version of who you are. Right. And I think that's important to... You don't want to guilt somebody into doing it, but I think you need to be real with who, what, with what's going on. Oh, openness is such a, it's, I mean, people think maybe our, in our day and age with, you know, Facebook, all the social media uh, outlets that, oh man, we've, the human race has never been so open with each other before. No, I think it's opposite. We show people what we want to show exactly. even more now. Exactly. It's like, you know, what's really deep down. I mean, there's feelings there. There's, there's thoughts, there's so much more to people that they don't want to show you. And, and I think that's how, why some people hate social media right now. Cause it's such a phony thing. It really is. Um, sure. It's got its purposes, but for the most part, it doesn't show someone. And whoever, whoever shows themselves true selves, their emotions on say the social media apps, it's like, it's kind of no fun for people to read. And then they, well, and they, they've actually done, Shy they, away. I've, I've read some studies on this. They say that people who op, often try and elevate, especially in a relationship, their status, they start talk, taking a bunch of pictures of each other, making a lot of posts about each other. Those are typically actually the people that are less happy in the relationship. Right. And the reason is, is because there's, again, something in the brain that happens when somebody hits that like button or they make a comment and it's almost like a form of trying to self-validate your position. Right. In, in over to overcome what's what's really there yeah and i've i've seen that before and you know sometimes i've seen that it's like oh we just split up and people are like well man it, se it seems so crazy you guys seem so happy together go through the go through the photos look at this you guys are smiling at this exactly. place in this place you guys traveled all over the world you're laughing you're holding hands but it's almost like that's what they want to present to the world but it's also almost like this is what i want to self-reflect on this is this is a, what I want it to be. This mm -hmm. is not necessarily what it what it is. That's no, true. I mean, just look at like a like a burger on a fast food uh, commercial. It never looks the same when no. you get it. It no, never it looks the same, especially at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Got very the B true. squad at the restaurant there. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I think it's important, especially because I think most of the people that listen to this podcast are probably male. That. You know, you, you, you're there for people. And I think we do a shitty job yep. at, do, at doing it. And I know a lot of people who, in that situation, 
and I've been guilty of this. You know, I'll, I'll be like, hey, come out. Let's get drunk. Bad, yep. bad decision. Yep. Very bad decision. Let's, let's go out, get drunk, and make some bad decisions. Right. It is what it amounts to. And, you know, sometimes those might not necessarily be bad decisions. Like, I think in certain circumstances, for example, if you go out with the boys, and then you meet a girl, you fuck a girl, sometimes that basically cuts your emotional ties with that, with your, say, long-term ex-girlfriend yep. that you had a hard time getting over. It's almost like that allowed me to move on. Right. So from that standpoint, I kind of have done that with certain people mm-hmm. and it's worked very well. Other times it gets to the point where they get so drunk, then they start fighting because they get depressed and then they hate everything and they become you know, violent or <laughs> whatever. And that's the opposite mm-hmm. effect of, of what you want. And, you know, I've seen some very self-destructive behavior with some of my friends when they've gone through some of these breakups. And it's kind of like, I question myself, am I enabling this? By going out with them, having a few beers? Right. Or am I helping them through a form of, of, of therapy? And sometimes I struggle with that because it's like, ultimately what I want to do is say, hey, let's go to the gym. Let's take yeah. out some rage on her on, on some weights. Let's have lunch together. Yeah. And maybe swing some golf clubs and hit some balls or something. Right. Like, I think that's more of a productive way of, of doing it. Be more creative. Be more creative with the, yeah, don't immediately say, let's get drunk and go look at women. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that's a good way to do it. Right. Cause it, you know, it, it could tear that girl who happens to come by and all of a sudden she's interested in, in you and, and then you just unleash on her what you're feeling. And so the blackness inside of you gets pushed onto her for no good reason. Well, and it's funny because we, we have spoken about that on a different podcast mm. about how sometimes people use other people for different things. Yep. So for example, one of my guests once told me that he had a fantasy of being with an older woman and she just needed to know where her relationship stood. Right. And then, so it's like, okay, where's the actual spark in that, in that situation? It's right. not, it's, it's, it's you guys are basically using each other to satisfy your own self interest. Right. And I, it, it's weird because I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that. Well, I think when you go down to it, I think that's uh, the basis of sex. You, um, the male is using the female in the essence of sex to try and reproduce. And the female is taking the male to try and create life. Yeah, that's that's a very simplistic way of, of doing it. I think the way we do the mental gymnastics and justify it is a lot different. Oh, 100% it is. 100% it is, yeah. Yep. And it's this This is why it's such an interesting topic because, I mean, people can fucking ruin their entire lives based off of a relationship. Yep. So many of the, so many of the important life decisions that we make as individuals oftentimes either get clouded or made because of somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I've heard, I've heard that where, you know, a couple gets pregnant and they had these plans to travel the world. You know, I, I know of a couple that got pregnant at 18 and his plan was, I wanted to go to Australia. I wanted to go to Europe. I wanted to ski all these places and just travel the world. And then my son or daughter was born and that completely changed my plans. Right. At the end of that, sometimes 
when people break up, I think maybe they have that realization of, well, what's my life now? Now I'm in, now I'm in my thirties, my forties. I did nothing I wanted to do. And I don't even have that relationship left. Right. So it's fucking tough, man. Like, <laughs> like how it, it, for, for me, it's, it's like, where do you even start? Where do you even start to, to comfort some, somebody with that? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, uh, it's not easy. No one has the right answers. I think the only thing you can do is, yeah, you got to listen. You got to listen. They, like our friend had a lot to talk about and still does, I'm sure. Has so many questions. And regardless of whether we have the answers, maybe we can help them see things from a different perspective, something that maybe we saw. But we're not there to control everything. We're there to you know, be a cushion for him because he needs a soft landing. He had a rough go. Yeah. He had a rough go and we needed to be there for him. And I think being bros, it's important to, uh, to be there. I mean, man, like you say, alcohol is not always the answer. Well, it's very, it's usually the problem. It's yep. More often than not, it's the problem. hundred percent. Sometimes it's the answer though. <laughs> there's not, honestly, there's nothing wrong. Like some, sometimes you need that. Yeah. You really do. Sometimes you just need some kind. It is a stress relief. It for sure is a stress relief. Yep. It's also depressing, but it is a stress relief. Like sometimes if you have a drink, it relieves. That's why so many people do it after a shitty day, a shitty yep. day at work, right? Yep. So I think sometimes that is important. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I don't drink because I, I fucking drink. Yeah. But it, at the same time, I think there's some value in that too. Yeah. I mean, it helps people smoke cigarettes for the same reason, right? They, exactly. They, they get nervous or whatever. And like, I just need to settle down and have a cigarette. I don't understand that, but that's not me. So I, I don't judge either. Yeah. The biggest thing is about, about being friends with somebody or being a bro is that you don't judge. Yep. It's, it's not fair to judge. You can tell me your opinion. You can say, this is what I think. This is what you think. Um, this is what we see, but we don't, we don't, dislike you we don't hate you we don't um we don't disown your friendship but we don't understand not we don't we will never judge i will never judge my friends Uh, i'm in no place judge because i know i'm not perfect so i will listen to the end of time of a of a buddy who's who's hurting well and i think that's such an important point you make by saying you're not necessarily there to to give your opinion or or whatever you so eloquently said is that we don't see it. We we're not there to cast an opinion, right? No, like it's, we we're, can't we're, judge. we're trying to understand. It's a form of understanding. And I think yeah. when I had somebody go through, I think ultimately the light bulb moment for me was to say, listen, like I can never put myself in that situation. I have never had that type of pain that you're experiencing right now. Right. So especially for me, I almost find it's easier to deal with females on that standpoint because i can say i honestly can't sit here and to pretend that i don't know what you're going through right because i just i don't and i'm sorry you're going through it but help me understand and maybe i can offer some some perspective because i think what people tend to get sick of doing especially like with mental health issues is people saying oh yeah we all get depressed we've all been through it just suck it up or, or whatever. Right. I think ultimately people in that moment say, you don't get it. You're not yeah. listening to me. Yes. You don't, you, you don't know what I'm going through. Right. And I think that's important to, to admit to yourself and say to our buddy, listen, man, I don't know what you're going through. I know you're going through a tough time. 
tell tell me what you need to tell me yeah. and and just let them get whatever they need to get off their chest when they ask for input give your input and mm-hmm. i think it's important to give honest input but at the same time you have to you have to c- contextualize that and say listen i'm not in your shoes right now but this is how it looks to me right yeah i can't pretend to say i would do this because i don't know what i would do in in your scenario but to me this is what it looks like mm-hmm. and i think people have appreciate that because when i've seen people who have gone through tough times and let's use death as an example you know i've seen people who deal with death in a very very way and you see all these people rally around them they all say the same thing anything i can do let me know let me know let me know and it happens immediately after that tragic accident what happens six weeks down the road what happens three months all of a sudden where are these people? Where are these people that said they're, they're that they're going to be through there? Because to me, that's when people need you. Oh, is yeah. It, it needs to be – I feel like people are so concerned about saying and doing the right thing more because of how they'll be perceived rather than taking a genuine interest for that person's well-being. Right. If you're taking a genu- general interest in that person's well-being, you know, you're going to think about them two months down the road and be like – like shit, like it's been two months. Hopefully they're, they're getting over that emotional hellhole that they went through. But at the same time, I know that their friends probably aren't going to be there for them because it's not on the top of their mind. Yeah. So for me, that's when I might send a, send a text message and say, Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Just something simple like that. Yeah. I mean, I've got an example of something that's kind of recent to that, uh, friend of uh ours passed away and uh you know that was uh, uh, a while ago and uh his girlfriend at the time uh she uh she actually messaged me about a month later saying oh they wouldn't be happy with the with the football game um because his team was playing my team yeah and so we got in a little bit of a conversation yep. and it was nice to talk to her. I, I hope she appreciated it too. I think she did. But um, one of the most flippant phrases people say and don't know is like, how are you? Holy cow, is that so flippant? People just throw it around like it's a Kleenex, a no, dirty Kleenex. But it's, but it's, and I agree with 100%, but it's almost like, what else? And and to me, to, to me, my perspective on that and, and, this is why I wanted to talk because I think this is something you do really well. I've seen this in, in you. And I think to me in that moment, it's like, well, it, what's going through my mind is how can I get this person to laugh right, right. now? Mm-hmm. How can, and pe- some people think that's so inappropriate, but honestly, you know, in, in this particular instance, I remember hearing a comment being made, just being like, I just want to get over here right now. Yep. And it's like, ah, fuck. Like, I'm contributing to this yep. and it feels shitty because you're trying to do the right thing. Yep. But at the same time, this overwhelming sense of emotion is, and I remember my cousin did this to me too. And my mom, she's honestly, she's probably the greatest person alive. But I think one of the, flaw, one of the flaws is she, she can be a little bit overbearing in, in, in those instances where she's trying to do too much yep. and, and her heart's in the right place. Like her heart's in the, in the place to, to do the right thing. And, you know, I remember going over to my cousin's place when her sister died and they had lived together for like 60 years. And I, and I just said, honestly, what, what do you want? 
what do you want right now? And she said, you know what? I just wish people would leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I just wish people would leave me alone. And I get that. Like people grieve in different ways. And yes. I totally understand this, you know, solidarity yes. of doing doing it that way. I also get people who want to be around as many people as possible. And need it. And need it. Yeah. It's important to not closure, but to deal with things and... Yeah, because you don't know until you, for the first time, you deal with something. And maybe it's even case by case, a certain person, um, a certain situation. You don't always know how you're going to deal with that specific situation. Like yeah. You don't until it happens. There's no plan. There's no guide. There's no, this is the best thing for you to do. This is the best thing, pardon me, for you to do. You just got to experience it. And, I mean, the more experiences, the more you figure it out, but. Yeah. So like, and, and to me, I think what ultimately it comes down to is you get, you just got to be as much of a sponge yep. as possible and analyze the situation and just kind of sit back and let them speak their words and say, say how they're feeling. Yep. Actually say, how are you? But expect a, an answer that you don't want to hear, but be prepared to maybe listen. Well, or if if you get the cookie cutter response, which is good, yes, call that out. Yeah, I like that. Yep, and, and just be like, "Come on, how can how can you be good right now?" So how can you not excellent? Yeah, how can we not a, great? That, and and that's a that's a way to almost put like a, you can maybe put a laugh in there. Yeah, be like, "Well, how do I take you to excellent or whatever?" Yes, whatever exactly, it is. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe for a little lighterness. Like yes. Maybe for another lighter side of this. You can use this for your pickup lines. <laughs> how do I make? How are you? Yeah. Good. What if I get a response that's like, I was good until you talked to me. Oh, okay. why is that? <laughs> There's always a way. There's always, There's always a way. A way. <laughs> or just be, or in that instance, being like, oh, perfect to hear that you're doing excellent now. Yeah, exactly. So I made your day better. Oh, well. I, or I, realized your day was yeah, better. How are you doing? Well, I was good until you did. You showed up. Oh, Great to hear you're doing so fantastic now. Nowhere to go but up. Nowhere to go but up. <laughs> anyway, so how how do we deal with our our buddy? I think I think you're doing a very good job. I'm glad you're his friend. Because I honestly, well. well, yes to an extent, but again, I've questioned myself because you know, I, and I talked to another friend of mine too. Like when you when you see a guy get so close to blackout drunk. And then wanting to drive home. I'm not okay with the consequences of that. I'm not okay. The last thing I want to do is wake up, see a news story about my friend dead and a family killed along on top of it. Would be worse if he did kill a family and he stayed alive. So not only does he have the heartbreak of the breakup, but then he, he realizes like, man, I went overboard and my reaction to that is driving and I killed a family that didn't deserve it. Yep. And it's all because is it really worth it that that girl is making them go to these extremes? Exactly. But it's so hard to rationalize and tell that story because then it's like, oh, that's not going to happen. Sometimes you get that sense of denial from people too. Right. Chastising. Chastising. Almost, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, 
anyways, you're almost like chastising them for do, doing something where that's the last thing ultimately what you should mm-hmm. be doing. You should be there for support, but you also shouldn't be enabling bad behavior either. Well, one thing you should do then maybe, um, easy to say hindsight, but say, we getting hammered tonight? He says, yep. Are you cool if I take your keys and hide them? At the sober point, he'll say yes. What guy wouldn't say yes? <clears throat> yeah. Yep. That's fair. And then say, you know what? There's zero weight. I know it costs money. There's other things that we can do to get your vehicle home. Let's let's do that. But it's tough to do that at the beginning of the night. It is, but that's the smartest place to do it. Yeah, because everyone's kind of in the right state of mind. Yeah. Because even when you, you're drunk with your buddy, it's he's like, no, I'm good, I'm good. And you're like, nah, fuck, what do I care? Right? I'm hammered too. He she should be fine. But that's the worst. I mean... If you were sober, you'd be like, no, I, I'll drive you home and I'll catch a cab back to wherever I am if I want to keep going or whatever. But it's so easy when you're drunk to lose your inhibitions, as we've said before, um, to do the right thing. It's so easy to do the easy thing. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I should just, you know, at the start of the night, being like, hey, you need anything? You know, can I take your keys? Maybe a hand job." Whoa, that took a turn. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> if you break up with a girlfriend, maybe you're not doing so well on the action side of things. And I'm sure you, you can attest to yourself being quite good because it probably works 100% of the time when you do it. Well, I mean, I've never done it to another guy, so I don't know. <laughs> but to yourself. Yeah, but it's like, a you know, the angle's different. I don't know. Hmm. You're not a problem solver, I see. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I can make it work. Maybe. It'd be weird. It'd yeah. be really weird. We are not trying that after. Don't worry, folks. We are <laughs> not. <laughs> well, who knows? That could. That would be an interesting podcast, I think. Yeah. Well, next guest. <laughs> uh, well, any final thoughts on this? I think, yeah. Like I like what we were talking about, you know, um, to the listeners, if, you know, try and... Trying to look at things more positive, talk to a friend or just ask a friend, seriously, how are you doing? And if they say, just like you say, the cookie cutter good, just kind of dive in a little bit more. Maybe do that once a week, you know, just chip away at your friendships and just try and find out how people are really doing. And maybe ask yourself that too. Well, I think to me is don't worry about doing the right thing. Yeah. Just worried about being their friend. Yeah. Like how would you normally be a friend with them? Why are you straying for, from that? Right. And and I get it. There's probably going to be some people that say you're in, insincere in that moment because people are dealing with shit and you, you're kind of pretending like it's it's non-existent. But I think we've strayed maybe too far the other way in how we walk on eggshells when people are going through tough times and they just need a friend. Yep. That's what they need. They just need a friend. Yep. And... Uh, so be one. So just so just be a friend. Just don't worry about how people think you're approaching the situation. Just be who you are to that person because you're obviously an important person in their life to begin with. And if you're hurting inside personally and you're the one on the other side that we can't, you know, we can't put ourselves in your shoes, you know, reach out. It's I know it's the first step is hard, but you you'll feel so much more relief getting help than staying in the darkness. Well, that's just it. Like there's nothing wrong about asking for help. There's actually a great quote from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Sure. Okay. Where 
Will Smith was, you know, he's working like two jobs. He's going to college and he starts missing school. He starts missing class and stuff because he's working two jobs and he's trying mm-hmm. to do everything on his own. And Uncle Phil gets mad. He's like, what the hell? Why are you not showing up for class? And he's like, what are you doing up late partying? You're not home till one in the morning. What are you doing out partying? And Will's like, no, I got a second job. And he's like, why would you do that? We have more than enough money to provide for you. Yeah. Why didn't you come to me? And he says, well, Uncle Phil, you did it. You went, you did all this by yourself. And Uncle Phil says, well, just because I broke down a lot of doors, it doesn't make you any less, less of a man to have a door opened for you right. and you walk through it. That's a good one. I And I was like, like, you don't have to make things hard. Right. You know, things, people are there to help you. Yep. Is, is kind of the point on that. And your friends who are your true friends will be there. Exactly. And you'll find out who your true friends are. Yep. Unfortunately. And yep. fortunately. Yep. So. Cool. All right. My beer's done. Yeah, I was going to say my beer's empty, so we better <laughs> wrap this up. All right. New podcast every Sunday. The next ones are going to be more lively and more upbeat. <laughs> Peace, everyone.